Hey guys, this is Zach. And Diego. This is Wicked Pisser Sports. Because sports is Wicked Pisser. Here we bring you news all around New England sports, including the Red Sox, the Patriots, Celtics, and the Bruins. Hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to Wicked Pisser Sports. We have a nice... I'm Diego, and we have a great episode today. Um, so today we're going to be kind of reviewing and kind of going through different things as regards to the Celtics and the Patriots. Most mm-hmm. notably, we'll go through predictions about how we think each would fare in the year, and we're going to add those um, directly to our prediction wall like we do um, every year. Um, as to the predictions last year, I know we said that I think in the past episode that we will get to it um, in this in the next one, which would be this one. Yep. Um, I think we're going to change that to make it like right before the Celtics season, kind of see like if we were right last year and yes, ca- yeah. kind of boast our predictions for the season this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start. With, I feel like we should end with the Patriots this time. We always start with something like that with them today. So starting with the Celtics, um, big news. Um, came like roughly a few days, a few days to a week ago. Um, Daniel Gallinari played in a FIBA World Cup game for Italy, and he blew out his meniscus. He tore his meniscus, and he'll be out until at least the earliest they say is November, which is very, very encouraging considering yeah. the fact if that he you, tore. If, yeah, if you saw that picture, you're like, yeah, I did. That was gross. he's not playing basketball ever again. Just from that picture. Um, yeah. But the uh, encouraging thing about it, though, that was the knee he tore his ACL, not that you know earlier in his career. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, if he if he tore his ACL, that would have been career ending, mm-hmm. like for sure. Like that's like re tearing that ACL and going through that rehab again at his age and at his pace in his career. He's not a starter anymore. Yeah. So thankfully, he didn't um, completely wreck his career because he is an important player. He's a good player. And someone that we can rely on coming off the bench. Um, and it will be – I thought he was going to be out for longer, so I don't think it's going to be too big of a blow on the Celtics, but it will be a blow considering the fact that we start in October. Um, he won't be I back till end of November. I think. Yeah, exactly. And that – obviously, he's on a new team, so it's going to take time for him to just adjust to the new team as it is. But now especially, you know, coming in with 10, 15, 20 games under the Celtics, you know – the Celtics already played at that point. Mm-hmm. And so he has to kind of jump back in, get used to the system and having the, his teammates get acclimated with him now being in the lineup. It's going to be a challenge, but obviously they're going to get there when they get there. Um, but I am encouraged. Um, as a result of this, there has been rumors about a potential interest in Carmelo Anthony. Zach, what are your thoughts on Carmelo Anthony being a Celtic? I really don't want uh, it to happen, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts. Here's what I see, because I know you're not going to agree with me. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, it would be a one-year deal, probably only, I don't know, $10 million maybe. Very, very small deal. Yeah. And I feel like the position the Celtics are in gives them – the upper hand in the negotiating 
when it comes to, hey, like, we're on the cusp of the championship. For sure. And, because and he's never won one. He's never won one. And he's – I feel like Carmella Anthony, in order to seal his spot as a Hall of Famer, he needs at least one ring, I feel like. Even if it I means disagree. I he, think he's a Hall of Famer already. Even if – I'm not saying that he won't, but I think, like, in order to make a more – I still, I still really think he's not a starter. Obviously, I still think no, he can sorry. bring a very positive vibe to the bench for the Celtics. And seeing as hey, it's a, it's a vet, you know, a lot of these guys grew up watching him, you know, and to have his, that kind of, you know. Her, that kind of player on your team, I think, is very motivating to have. So, like, I yeah, really but... want to, like, prove myself to this guy. And, like, yeah, he is a veteran. And I feel like him being there can be really helpful for the Celtics. My problem with team. that, my problem with that, number, there, there's a few problems. Number, first of all, if we were to give him a deal, it'd probably be veterans minimum and he'd 100% accept it. But he's mm-hmm. ring chasing. He's at the point of his career, I think, where, He'll go anywhere. He'll not, probably just retire to, just to play, year. just to play, just to even mm-hmm. play. I'm surprised he's not retired already. To be completely honest with you. Here's the thing: number one, he's a defensive liability. He just is. He's not a good defender. He can still give you 10, 12 points a game, but he's not mm-hmm. a good defender. No. Number two, kind of countering up what you just said, he is a Hall of Famer. He doesn't have to steal any legacy. He's one of the best scorers in this generation. You know, he was drafted. He, he played. He had a very, very good career with Denver and New York. And, you know, even the tail end of his career, he was, yeah, he was coming off the bench, he was a rotation player, but he was still, still really good. Um, perennial all-star for most of his career. Like, he's a Hall of Famer with or without a ring. So I don't think that he needs to seal or prove anyone anything. Um, but number three, and most importantly, where will he fit in the rotation? And how many minutes are we expecting him to play? Because we have a loaded roster as it is. And yes, like the kind of the interest, quote unquote, and the, you know, the rumors kind of circulated after Gallinari got hurt. Well, Gallinari's coming back in November. Mm-hmm. So if he's, subst- if he's just merely substituting, is it just to, you know, sub- like that's only for two, like a month and a half, two months, you know, and then what? You're going to just trade him? Like, or just keep him on the bench forever. Like, he's not going to sit with that. Like, it's Carmelo Anthony, you know? So, I, I don't understand. I don't think there's a reason to put just have him. And we have Grant Williams. Like, he's not a bad player. Like, he can just take up the minutes that Carmelo would have gone had he signed with us. And mm-hmm. Grant Williams, like, at this point of his career, Grant Williams and Carmelo Anthony are comparable players. Like, Grant is young. He, he'll give you 12 points a game. He's not the greatest defender, but he can defend Grant Williams for sure. Camelo can't defend, probably a better scorer, but you know he's not the twenty-five points per game, Carmelo. You know, and I think yeah, Grant Williams is definitely at the point in his career where he will be elevating, and Melo is declining. You know, and also keep this in mind with Grant Williams, he wants yeah, he's on the last year of his deal. He wants to do as well as he can so he can make money. Yeah. Whether it be with the Celtics or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So he's going to try and stretch and claw and play as much minutes as he can. And I don't think mm-hmm. there's a reason to sign Carmelo Anthony. I think, from what I understand, it was just a rumor. I hope it's just a rumor, and I hope we don't sign Carmelo. He was a great player. I have nothing but respect, aside from the fact he played for the Knicks. That's kind of, you know, <laughs> yuck. But um, I don't want to see – he's too – he's – like, we have a good roster as it is. Just leave yeah. – like, if we ha- – if. I don't think it's a bad idea to just have a nine-man rotation for two months. And then okay. we integrate him then going integrate back into the ten man, And then put him in and then make it a ten-man. Whoa, hold on. I just got I just got big Woj bomb. Donovan Mitchell has been traded to the Cavs. Yeah. Holy for, crap. For, I just saw for, that. For draft picks. Wow. I don't, I don't think there's any players involved in that trade. Holy crap. Yeah. So now that we know that trade, uh, now here are more Yeah, here are more details. Trade to Cleveland for Laurie Markinen, Okai, wow. Agbaji, and Colin Sexton. Colin three, Sexton? Um, yeah, and three unprotected first round picks. Cleveland? That's I don't know why they gave up steal. Colin Sexton. Wow. That's a steal. That's a steal. It's good, good for the Cavs. It's good for the Cavs. I think the Jazz got a lot out of that. If I they mean, definitely I, got a good amount with like um, with Colin Sexton, I like I like Colin Sexton. He's a good player. And Laurie Marketing came out came became really good this year. Yeah, he did. Wow. I'm not sure. How I mean, I mesh with Rudy. But... Oh, I think they'll be fine. Um, but here's here's kind of how I see it. So now we consider that right. We how well first of all, let's also mention real quick um Cameron Durant retracted his offer his trade yep. offer kind of, I think he kind of realized that it was not no trades were happening and yeah. they weren't going to happen so he just decided to suck it up which is a good idea um and the professional idea in my opinion not sure how the fans are going to react but we'll see. it's fine they, they, yeah. they'll suck it up they're going to have to suck I mean he's the best one of the best players in the world so they should be grateful if anything mm-hmm. um but um, the whole, also, that whole ordeal remind me of like the Bulls '98 season when Scottie yeah. Pippen wanted to get traded, and like, no, and then it didn't win. happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they're not going to win the championship. That's the only difference. Yeah. yeah um, but um, now considering that, like with KD staying on the Nets, with Donovan Mitchell now on the Cavs, where do the Celtics? Assuming everyone's healthy, which obviously is a poor assumption because no one's. You know, there's going to be injuries to some teams, I'm sure. What, where do we fit in the top? We're going to make the playoffs for sure. We're probably going to be in the home court advantage realm, top four. So where do you think we fit? What teams are we better than? What teams are we worse than? In your The Celtics? The Celtics. Ah. So I'm going to do, I'm actually going to write this out while I'm talking about it. So think about how this way. So just like let's just run down. You teams. want to do like tier? Want to do tiers? You can do, do like that, but also just teams? well, we already know who who are like the bottom feeders of the NBA, like the middle of the pack. We don't even need to mention them. Are the Celtics? Do you think the Celtics are better than the Sixers right now? Than the Sixers? Yes. Yes. I think so as well. Oh, how yeah. about the Nets, Brooklyn? Yes. The Bulls. Yes. Assuming that they're healthy, the Bulls. Yes. Okay. Um, 
And those are very flashy. Like they're very flashy. Uh, I just I feel like I think last year was just a poor example of like the what we got out of the Bulls because yeah. everyone got hurt and the, the only hurt, person yeah. that didn't get the only that person Matt, that didn't get hurt was DeRozan. DeRozan was the only one that actually stayed Bulls, healthy and carried that team. Bulls are definitely a first seed contender when they're fully healthy. I believe it. But so are we. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just. I, I just wonder. I just wonder if. Okay. Are we? Do you think we're gonna finish in first place? Yeah, I think. I think we. Can. You think so? It's very possible. I think we're I definitely think, top three. I, I think, think it's, top competitors are definitely gonna be the Bulls, Bucks, and the Heat. I feel like that's the gonna heat? be the big four. The Heat, yes. Mm. Miami. Heat. I always have. I always underestimate the Heat, but like they always just prove me wrong. What did they get anyone major over the summer? Not really, but like they're still a very good team. Yeah, I guess. Look at the seven games. They're, they're like they're. To me, the Heat reminds me of like the Pistons. Yeah. Like nineties like Pistons. That's true. Yeah, but they're, I don't know. They're just, very, they, they work hard. They are. They're very hard working. Team. I don't know. I just feel like. Like, how many years – I say the Heat are in the bottom of that four that you mentioned because yeah, Kyle think... Lowry – because Kyle Lowry, let's be fair for a second. Kyle Lowry, as great of a player as he is, he's not going to – he's getting older. He's not yeah. going to be the player that he is. You know, Bam Adebayo is a good player. Jimmy Butler is obviously going to be a really good player if they can stay healthy. Keyword in that, if they can stay healthy. Because Jimmy Butler can, seems to never stay healthy. Um, I think we definitely are top three. The Bucks are always going to be up there. Um, um, they're always also a better playoff team than they are a regular season team. So yeah. I don't know how that'll fit in. Um, Honestly, it depends on. I don't. It's gonna I be feel a, like Bucks. It's gonna be between us and the injuries. Bulls. It'll yeah. be between us and the Bulls. Um, it'll be yeah. I think that's kind of it. It's gonna be us and the Bulls because the Bulls, if they can stay healthy, they are good. Team with the Rosen, Lonzo Ball, Caruso off the bench, Busevich, like that team can play. That team can mm-hmm. really play, and it's scary a little bit. Um, and I think even against the West, when we compared us to West teams, like you know, I think we're better than a lot of them. Um, but then again, we're we don't have to worry about majority of them. Exactly. But then again, we don't have to worry about it because we only have to play one of the finals, yeah. and just whatever comes out comes out. I feel like if any other team was in the finals other than the Warriors, we would have beat them. I don't know. I was very confident Warriors, in our ability Warriors to get the Warriors. Experience. I think if like we ended up playing the Suns. No, I don't know. I think the Suns could have been us. Really? I, I would I, I mean, because the Suns were hungry. They wanted to play they were, they were they just came back from the you know, they lost the previous year. They came back hungry, more experienced. They know what they did wrong. And the only thing that the only thing that was, you know stopped their run was the fact that the Warriors had Clay Thompson and they got significantly better. Mm-hmm. The only thing that stopped that run. Otherwise, I think the Suns would have won the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also, I think I don't think they, they. I think they lost before they reached the Suns, right? Yeah, they lost, so I think it yeah. mattered. But had they made it to the championship, I think they would have been fine. Um, and they did not play the Warriors. I think they played the Mavericks and lost to them, which shocked the world. Um, so I think we covered Celtic stuff. 
pretty well. We still have a lot of time until the home opener in October. We're playing the Philadelphia 76ers to start the year. I think we're yeah. one of the first games of the season. Um, I think we I are. Think, yeah, we are. We're, the we're on TNT. Game. On the national television. Game that's aired. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun to watch um, on national television with the TNT guy, the TNT crew analyzing it and stuff like that and seeing their opinions on where we can land. Um, but I think we can transition to the, um, the Patriots now. Patriots are starting to finalize the roster. We won't go through the roster, um, but they are finalizing the roster. They are um, piecing the – they're getting a lot of practices together. Um, some developments have happened since um, the last episode. Obviously, we mentioned last episode that Malcolm Butler retired or retired, got released – um, um, I don't know if we mentioned this last time we had an episode, but, um, Taekwon Thorne blew, um, I, I don't know if he broke his collarbone or what, but he has a collarbone injury and he's out six to eight weeks. So, um, that'll be, he'll probably come back around what week five, week six, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to be good for us. But the big thing I kind of want to talk about is kind of the reports that, um, have been circulating the NFL about how not so good our offense is looking, to say the least. I, I, I really I really think it's going to turn into Mac, Mac Jones having to play, call the plays. Um, uh, well, I think, well, I don't know. Especially the like your quarterback calling plays. Dude, I know, but I feel like it could turn into that. And just, it's just, Matt Patricia is just not shaping up to be he, – he's not offensive coordinator. We don't even that's why he failed as a head coach, and that's why he strives as a defensive coordinator. Well, yeah, the funny, thing, the funny thing just, about it, though, like I was yeah. listening to Tom Curran. He was on Rich Eisen, right, the yeah. Rich Eisen show. And he mentioned, like, there's so – or I don't know if he mentioned it or one of the guys in, on that show mentioned it, but – had any other coach did what Belichick's doing, like not declare a coordinator, do all this stuff with the offense, that type of thing. If any other coach did that, they would have gone fired immediately. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's Belichick, we just don't question because it's Belichick and he just knows he's smarter than everybody, which I found very fascinating because like Bel- Bel- we just don't question because Belichick's the greatest of all time and he's um, just the greatest and he just, just has so much experience around the game. But also, I feel like, and Tom Curran said this, I believe, on that episode or the episode prior um, that he was on, I think that um, he said, not my words, but I kind of agree with him, that this year is going to be kind of like a Cam Noon transition year where, you know, when Cam Noon came in, we transitioned from a life without Tom Brady, right? Yeah. And this year, we're transitioning from a life without Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are overlooking how hard and how tough that will actually be because Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels, like Belichick didn't even have to worry about the offense with Josh McDaniels. I mean, yes, he yeah. had the meetings with Tom Brady every week and whatever. Sure. And they just talked ball. Yes, that did happen. However, Josh McDaniels, that was his offense. That was his show. He did all the play calling. They never had to worry about a play caller until he obviously left and became a head coach. Um, and now this is the second time that's happening, and this is the, sec- this is the time that obviously Brady's not here. So it's not mm-hmm. like we have a security blanket. We have a second-year quarterback 
yeah. know, Belichick's deciding to revolutionize the offense. This is something that has never been before. Mm-hmm. You know, no fullback, pass heavy. Like, we don't, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm very confused. I hope the reports about the offense turn out not to be true or just to be over-exaggerated. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. obviously, that happens. I'm just, wor- I don't know, I'm just very concerned. Oh, and, but I also think that we can figure it out. Um, whoever's calling the plays, whether it be uh, Patricia or um, Joe Judge, mm-hmm. if they don't get fired by the end of the year, mm-hmm. um, I think they will figure it out. I think they're going to work each other out. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm very concerned. I but, do also think there's, there's, they're just having growing pains still, you know, and I feel like it has, it's going to take some like real games and situations because, you know, like, you're not honestly always giving it your all during preseason. You it's know? not even preseason. It's more practice, training yeah. camp. Even training camp and practice. Like, but that's a good Like indicator. I said, like I just said, it takes real situations indicator. and experience. Because, like, okay. This, like, now that we're, like, fully going on against, like, the best of the best of every team, we need to, like, react, you know, figure out different plays for different situations and like what well, I heard I heard I was listening to um, Solak and Bertrand mm. um, it, like they said like <laughs> the Raiders looked more like the Patriots than the Patriots did and like that's funny because you know Josh McDaniels was the Raiders head coach you know and it was just like like Jared Stidham was playing it was <laughs> played like almost their whole game on the uh, then that preseason game when Pats got destroyed Mm, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, I mean, that he's not wrong. Like, they look really not good. wrong. The Raiders look really good, and even their backups. And I think that, like, we were playing our starters against all these backups, and, like, we're still coming up that short, still going on these three-and-out runs, you know, and – Wow. And our defense. Oh, don't even get me started. It's it's a mess. But I like, think it's better than the offense. I mean, it is better than the offense right now. Which yeah. is sad. Yeah, right. uh, which is sad. To even mention the fact that yeah. you know we. I think it's also. I think with the offense, or the defense rather, it's just the fact that again, it's a lot of turmoil. Right, we don't have high tower like we usually do. Van Noy's gone. You know, mm-hmm. we obviously we have. Still, we still have a good pass rush in Judon, but it's a new look. We don't know what it's going to be like. We don't know. We just have to wait and see, I guess. And I, I have more confidence in the defense than I do the offense because it's Bill Belichick's defense. Yeah. Um, now, granted, we don't have an all-pro corner like we had J.C. Jackson and Stephen Gilmore. We don't have a – the only all-pro on defense is Judon. But I think they can figure it out. I think we're in a better situation – um, than, you know, people make it out to be. Um, mm-hmm. I think we have a lot of talented receivers, so that obviously will help us. Um, all, this, all, all this negative media attention towards them right now, it's got to fuel something. And I feel like sure, we're all, but... all going to be super surprised with what ends up happening this season. Yeah, we still have a good secondary. I'm, still, I'm very confident in Jonathan Jones and um, Jonathan Jones – and McCordy going his last year, maybe who knows? Kyle yeah, Duggar, Kyle Duggar, um, being a 
Uh, he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a good year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Mills is not a bad player. Neither is Adrian Phillips. He was really good last year. So I think we have a solid team. I mean, granted, unless they are injured, unless those guys get injured, I'm in trouble. But um, you still have a great line with Barnes, Guy, Godshaw, um, Dietrich Wise, and Judon. Like that's still a solid pass rush. Um, as it relates to the offense, I'm a little bit. Um, listening to uh, – I'm looking at the depth chart right now that ESPN has. You don't have much depth at all, which is concerning. Um, and I heard from Tom Curran, again, like I mentioned on the Rich Eisen show, that the offensive line is not looking good either, which is not good at all, especially if we're thinking about a pass-heavy offense. Yeah. Because um, you mentioned, like, Trent Brown's good – Cole Strange is a rookie guard. David Andrews is looking meh. He's getting older. Yeah. I guess he said uh, Isaiah Wynn isn't looking. He either said Isaiah Wynn or on Wenu. He said one of those guys is look, really looking that good, which is not mm-hmm. good to hear. And he heard and he said um, our one the, one of our backups, our left tackle backup, uh, Justin Haran, uh, looks horrible. Um, and Yanni Kajuste, another back. He's a third string, or he's going to be a tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not good either. Um, just not just me. I, I mean, I've watched him. Like he's not the greatest. He's not going to start. He's not a starter, and he's not really a great backup either. So we, we're very lean, to say the least. We have to stay. I'm very concerned the fact that Isaiah Wynn gets hurt every other game. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping if he can stay healthy, and if he showed what he did in his rookie year when he was able to play, and like his college. I mean, he was very good in college. He's a first-round pick for a reason, you know. So, I hope he can, you know, I hope he can play well. I really – I'm hoping that for the best when it comes to Isaiah Wynn um, in our Wenu. David Andrews is getting old. We have to figure that one out. He's getting mm-hmm. old. Um, and we don't have Ferentz, I don't think, unless if he got – unless he's on the practice squad. Um, we're in – Ted Karras is obviously not there anymore. Um, so, very, very um, – Concerned, um, to say the least. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, All right. I think we can, can transition to the schedule. So pretty much yeah. what we did last year, mm-hmm. and we're going to do again this year. We're going to go through the regular season schedule. We'll provide context, such as you know, Thursday night, Monday night, that type of deal, and we will um, see. We'll add up the wins, add up the losses, and then it's going to go right on the board. And we will kind of discuss, like, if we disagree or even if we do agree, we'll say our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just grab a pen and paper if you don't mind. Week one, we are playing the Dolphins at um, Miami. Uh, loss. I agree. Um, Miami's going to be good this year. So... I, as unfortunate as that sounds, Miami's going to be really good, and I'm worried. And it's also, we always lose in Miami, so. Yeah. Week, yeah. week two in Pittsburgh, facing the Steelers. Win. I think so. I think it's going to be a bounce back win. And also, like, I don't know how good the Steelers will be. A lot of questions on that team. Yeah. I'm granted, like, they're always, they always find a way to finish with at least – with, not without a losing record, they always figure it out. So, but mm-hmm. not, not against us in week two. I hopefully we can get that bounce back win. 
our home opener week three against Baltimore Ravens. Loss. I agree with that one. So far, we're we are we're in. Yeah, we're, wow, this is very surprising. I know because <laughs> you're usually the high, the pie in the sky. You know, we're going to be the greatest team in the world, but now we're kind of facing reality this year. I'm I'm bad team is. a little shaken this year. Yeah, week four. Oh, this is going to be an easy one. Uh, uh, at Green Bay. <laughs> Lost. Yeah, I think that's so. First four games, we're starting one and three. Oh, that's so hard to even even say. We're starting the whatever. Uh, week five, we are at home in Gillette Stadium playing the Lions. Zach, it's the Lions. Lions? I, I sorry. Uh, when? As I say, like, are you really thinking about this? Like, <laughs> so just deep short Lions. Um, la- no, granted, last time we did play them, um, when Matt Patricia was the head coach, we did lose. We did but, lose, yes. That but, was in Detroit. Are we in Detroit? Did you say? No, we're, we're at home. Detroit? We're in Gillette. All right, yeah. But Jeez. still, I think we're gonna win that game, bro. Are we, are we on a four-game road trip? I mean, it's not like the basketball where it's like no. Trip, we but... we start off. We start off the two first two games at home, and then we go at no first two games are on the road. Week three is at home. Week four is on the road. Week five is at home. Okay. All right. Week six we're in Cleveland. We're playing the Browns. Keep in mind the Browns do not have Deshaun Watson available for this game. Jacoby yeah, Brissett will be their starter. That's a win. That's a dub. I agree. In the, my in the dog pound. I don't know how good that defense will be, but I don't. I don't want to underestimate completely uh, Jacoby Brissett. I think he he's going to be given an opportunity. I think he's going to do well. Um. And he used to be a Patriot, so respect. Um, Chicago Bears next. Yes, we play Monday night against the Bears. Then Chicago? What? Then Chicago? No, that's, no that, that, that's in Gillette Stadium. Uh, uh, that's a win. That's a win. The Bears. The Bears. Yeah, I mean, Bears. that's like the one game I could say, hey, we can win that one. That's like mm. legit the only one game where I'm like, that's a surefire win. And if we yeah. don't win, that's an issue. Um, the other the other games are tossed up to be completely fair. Uh, Jets at MetLife. Uh, I think Jets that's a loss. I don't know. We don't usually do well at the Jets Stadium. I think we're going to win this one. I'll put okay. a loss for you. Okay. I think, I think it's the Jets. It's still the Jets. It's still, I think they're going to be much improved. But I think mm-hmm. the first time that we play them, I think we'll still have the advantage. And we're coming off a win streak. Um, I think we can win. Week nine, um, we're in Gillette playing the Colts. Uh, ooh, I think that's a win. A win? Yeah. I have us losing that game. I think the Colts are a very under, underestimated team. I think they're going to kick our ass. Matt, um, Matt Ryan is a skeleton. In he's not a skeleton. He threw for like 4,000 yards last year. He carried that team to seven. I mean, granted, with seven wins, but who else did they have on that team last year on the Falcons? I mean, the Falcons are the, I mean, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Not many people talk about him as much as they should. Week 10, we have the bye, so we have a rest. Week 11, we play the Jets. I think we won that game. Coming off uh, the yeah, bye. Jets in July. Yeah, if we come off the bye. Yeah, we won that. I, it's, it's hard to say because, like, I think we're going to lose one game with the Jets, but now, I mean, prior to making the schedule. But now looking at it, I, f- I feel like it's hard to just by placement on the schedule alone. 
and how good I think the Jets will be. I don't think they can beat us anymore. I don't know. I originally thought that they would beat us at least once, but mm-hmm. I have a different opinion. Week 12, we have uh, four days to – actually, less than that, technically – to prepare for our Thanksgiving matchup against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, this They're is playing on Thanksgiving this year? We're playing at no Thanksgiving. Way. This It's an 820 oh. game in Minnesota. 8.20 p.m. in Minnesota. In, we're, okay, we're, I, think, I think they win. You think they win? I think yeah. we're going to get I don't think the Vikings the are good. What? Are you they're kidding me? No. I think, I think the Vikings are I think the Vikings, no, they're not overrated. They're definitely making the playoffs. Um, They're not going to win the division because the Packers are still alive. But I think the Vikings are really, really good. I think it's, you can't, they have a new coach, new play caller coming from the Sean McVay system. He's going to unlock Kirk Cousins. And they still got Justin Jefferson. They have a lot of depth in wide receivers, very good wide receivers with Jefferson and Thielen, obviously, kicking ass. And then the defense looks, I mean, improved compared to last year. Um, I think we lose that game. We're gonna, and especially because it's not at home, and we only have so little time to prepare. I think we're gonna get kicked in the ass. Um, we have another Thursday night football game. Um, a week uh, happens to be a week right after Thanksgiving. Um, against the Bills in Gillette. Loss. Loss. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Bills are gonna be really good. Um, by the way, this game is on Amazon. I think I mentioned um, last episode that the Monday night football games will be on Amazon Prime. I was wrong. I just want to issue a correction. Thursday night football games, most of them at least. Not Thanksgiving, I don't think. No, Thanksgiving's national TV, yeah. That's what I think as well. But I think the the other Thursday night football games will be um, on Amazon Prime. So week 13 will be an Amazon Prime game. Week 14, we have a a very long week. And we play, it's technically an extra long week because we go from a Thursday night game to a Monday night game. Um, against Arizona. Jeez, we have a lot of NFC matchups this year. Yeah. Well, I feel it like we, we have the same amount as we usually do, but I think... It seems I, more. We have a very hard division. Yeah. To play. Like, um, we have the NFC North, and then we play the Cardinals. Cardinals, I think we win that. I'm going to say we... It, we're in Arizona. Win. Yeah, we're I think in, we bounce back from the Bills. I think we lose that game. Um because D-Hop will be back at this point, and assuming that the Cardinals are good, I'm assuming they're good. Week 15, oh, this is – I mentioned this earlier a while ago, that December from Thanksgiving on is going to be a hard, hard month. Yeah. Um, week 15, we're in, we're in Las Vegas, and we only, have, uh, we only have five days technically to prepare because of the play Monday night. Destroyed. We're going to get destroyed. completely destroyed. Um, in La- this is in Las Vegas in Allegiant Stadium. Short week. I wouldn't be surprised if they stay out there, honestly, to practice over there. Week 16, we're home against Cincinnati. I think we win that. In July, I think we win. I think we win that, too. I just The only reason why I say that is just because we are on a four-game losing streak, according to my predictions, and I think yeah. that we need – I think we just need a shock. Well, actually – no, I think we're going to lose. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. They're, they made the, they were in the Super Bowl last year. They're so good. And then uh, week 17, we play the Dolphins. I think win. we win that one. And then week 18, we finish out the year in Gillette, in, in Buffalo. With a, with a loss. With a loss. We're not going to win it. All right. We start. Well, I'm sorry. This is like weird. This is like one of the first years from my recollection that not only – I mean, granted, this is only predictions, but – we start and end of the year with a 
with a loss. Like, we usually mm-hmm. win one of those games. Um, but, all right. So, what, what are the records? So, let me just count my prediction. We, let's see. One and one, one and three, four and three, five and three, five and four, six and four, six and six, six and eight, six and nine, seven and ten. That's yours. That's mine. That's a that's rough. You finished. Pat's oh. finished with you. Seven and ten. Okay. Seven and ten. Oh, well, I also I think it also goes to show like how difficult our schedule is this year. Our division yeah. got a lot better. The Bills and Dolphins got better. The, we're playing the bank. We're playing the AFC North. I mean, we're so with that Steelers, Bengals, Browns, mm-hmm. um, and then we play the Cardinals, which is kind of like the seventeenth game, the random game, pretty much. And then we play the NFC North, which could be a challenge as well. Yours, let's see. We finished. We started off the year one and three, four and three, four and four, seven and four, seven and five, seven and six, eight and six. You, you're the exact opposite. Where you're, you have us going ten and seven. Wasn't I, wasn't I so close last year? You were close, to, like mine. <laughs> well, I didn't think they were going to be that good. I was like. You were also you said the Celtics weren't making the playoffs last year. Assuming that Dennis Schroeder would be on the team. You're never going to Assuming Dennis Schroeder was on the team the whole year, yeah. Okay, yeah, well. <laughs> that would have been Dude, that would be that, – uh, you would never going to let that White, Derek White and Al Horford won that first game against the State for us. They did. They did. And I didn't think they were going to be that good. I, well, I completely underrated Derek White. And Derek White so until the is going to flourish with the Celtics. He didn't eventually, but I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna with a full year with that playoff run under his belt with them. I feel like he's gonna do really good this season with them. Sorry, we went from Pats to Celtics. Like I know, but I just have a question for you now because yeah, you predicted us going ten and seven. Mm-hmm. Will in your record in what you think and keep in mind, you said we were going to win against. I think you said we we're going to win against the Colts. You had us losing to the Dolphins once and then losing to the Bills twice. Do you think, and we have us keep in mind, you also said we're going to win against the Steelers and against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So keeping all those games in mind for tiebreaker purposes, do you think that'll be enough to make the playoffs? In your yeah. – you think so? Yeah, I think so. I'll write that down. Obviously, oh, my at least wild card. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I mean – so like seventh seed. So yeah. last year, last We're not year, ten win the wins. Division, that's for sure. No, for sure, no. Uh, last year, ten wins did, would would have gone someone in the playoffs. My thing is, even if we do go nine wins, ten wins, um, obviously I was going seven. So playoffs is a no for if my thing happens. But um, I think that also if we go, let's say we do go nine wins, ten wins. I think the AFC got so much better to the point where I don't think that's enough. I think we might have to get 11 to make the playoffs because mm-hmm. think about it. The Broncos are going to be really good. The Raiders are going to be really good. The Chargers are going to be really good. The Colts yeah. are going to be really good. I don't think the Titans will make the playoffs. As much as I like Derrick Henry I, and Mike Rabel, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Just how they're not, they're, they're not as improved. Um, and I think someone got hurt on their line, but it's going to be detrimental. Um, for the Titans, um, you know, the Browns, obviously, they're not only going to make the playoffs, but the Bengals are obviously going to continue to play at the pace that they were. 
Um, the Dolphins are better. They're my, they have a shot of making the playoffs. So, like, I feel like we have a lot of roadblocks in the mm-hmm. AFC that will prevent us from making it. Sure, we have a shot. But even if we do go eight or nine wins, I don't think that'll, that may not be enough Especially with the AFC West being as good as I forgot, even, I forgot to even mention the Chiefs. Like, like they're so the AFC West is so loaded. And granted, they're all going to beat each other in the division games, fight it, and fight it out. But and that might hurt their record, depending on how good they do in those games. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, I don't see it. I, I, it's, I think it's going to be really hard this, for the Patriots to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Just, but just judging off of how good the AFC got, but I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm, I want to see us do well. I want to see this offense yeah, work. But I, I think agree. it's a transition. I, I think it's a transition year. I think you know we're cha- we're overhauling the offense, a completely new system. And I think kind of like the year where Cam Newton started as quarterback. I think this is the year that you know we're obviously moving on from McDaniel's, and kind of you know one of the best offensive coordinators in our generation, arguably. Mm-hmm. And kind of moving into a role that is unfamiliar and kind in a system that's unfamiliar to not only Patriots Nation, but I mean the whole entire like for example, like zone blocking, like that usually isn't a thing for the Patriots. And Tom mm-hmm. Curran said that we were trying it out pretty much and failure, failure, massive failure. But you know, hopefully they so, can get they are hopefully they can get used to that to the point where it doesn't. It isn't a failure, and it ends up being good mm-hmm. in a strength. Um, I honestly, I honestly see next few years being Belichick's way out. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I, do you think this might I, be his last year? Maybe next year. I think. I think maybe this year, next year. Yeah. I. I think. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't want to say it depends on how good we do because I don't think it will. Because he is 70, what, 70, 71? He's an old-ass yeah, man. He's, so, he's getting old, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I think he knows. I think he has All-time coach, obviously. But. Oh, for sure. But, like, I mean, I don't know if he'll be alive. If he keeps on coaching, I don't know if he'll be alive to accept that no. Hall of Fame um, trophy and have a speech. I don't think he'll, you know, he has to, might have to think through that. But it's funny because, like, not that long ago, it wasn't that long ago where he said in an interview that he wouldn't coach past 70, and here he is. Yeah. So maybe this is his last – I think next year is his last year. Yeah. But then again, if we make the playoffs – this, if we don't make the playoffs this year, I could definitely see him being incentivized to come to back. Not, to not oh, come back. To not come back. Okay. Or maybe because, like, it's a kind of a transition. You what know? if they, like, do end up – this is a big what if. They end up doing really, really well and they get close to the Super Bowl. Do you think Belichick be like – all right, we got this close. Maybe we can actually get it next year, you know? And then maybe I think it also depends on how he feels. I mean, yeah, I may, I think hypothetical that's a huge hypothetical. If yeah, we can make I know. It that I, far, know. I know. If we can make it that, granted, like, listen, if we bust out some trades like the Celtics did this year in the middle of the year and then just go on this huge run and like become like third place in the entire AFC, win the division and all that stuff. Like, yeah. if that happens, great. Like, I mean, he probably will make it another year just so he can go out on top. But, again, I don't – you know, it's hard to see because the fact that he is so old and he's so mm-hmm. accomplished, he's done it all. He's he won, has, what, eight has. Super Bowls? Eight, eight nine. Two, eight, nine. 
Yeah, I think. Eight or, yeah, he has a lot. But still, he has like almost two hands full of yeah. Super Bowl rings. You know, so he's accomplished. He's done this for the better time. part of four or five decades. So I think, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but. I hope you're right on the predictions. I would hate to see us go 7-10. and 10. Yeah, But then again, yeah. keep us in mind, you know, I don't know the college prospects, but we might be able to get somebody good. Yeah. That's the case. So we end up finishing that horribly. Well, with that, I yes. think, I think this episode. Next time yes. we're going to, I think, once we get closer to the Celtics, I think maybe possibly after the preseason, we'll do it's preseason's over. All a month away. Celtics, Celtics, oh, Celtics, Celtics preseason, preseason. Oh, Celtics bad. preseason. <laughs> like, yeah, we can do, ended, we can buddy. do, we can do like quick, like zoom through the Celtics schedule, and um, you know, see see where we go from there. But also um, next, but also we'll be definitely doing one next week because next week, not the Sunday, but the Sunday after, is our NFL season opener for the Patriots. So. I think we might do a quick episode to just preview the Dolphins game and the matchups that we'll end up facing and they'll what they'll end up facing and kind of a more in-depth thing that obviously we just said, we pretty much just said today's loss, but like we might go a little deeper and see like, okay, will it be as bad of a loss as we think it is? Is it as obvious yeah. as we think it is? Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely be touching upon that next week um, for – some of our normal episodes. The Pissa Picks are coming back. Pissa Picks, yep. The Pissa Picks are coming back. I have already started looking at the spreads and what games are on. I've already thought about it. So, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. And, and with that, always, I think we can end the episode yeah. as right here. Hopefully, I'm wrong with the predictions, but we'll see. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. And for that, this has been Wicked Pissa Sports. I'm Diego. I'm Zach. Take care, everybody. Thank you.